Welcome to the Dividend Cafe, financial food for thought. Hello and welcome to this week's Dividend Cafe podcast. This is David Bonson, Chief Investment Officer at the Bonson Group of Hightower Advisors. And here we are into the getting close to middle of July, earnings season getting ready to launch and markets sitting at new all-time highs. Um, I'll tell you, there's a lot of kind of heavy stuff we're discussing this week, and, and that's not normally the direction I like to take the Dividend Cafe. We want it to be very readable and listenable and comprehensible, um, but, but sometimes the topics that are most important to investors and to commentating uh, competently about the lay of the land requires a little deeper dive. I hope you'll be able to bear with me this week. Um, I want to start off with a couple comments on the uh, uh, first half of 2017. We gave a lot of those recap numbers last week, but um, there's a chart at DividendCafe.com that is really fascinating looking through the first half of the year and the movement up in the markets and all of the different policy things and newspaper headline things that were going on along the way. And if you just took out the chart of the markets and kept in the the occurrence of FBI investigation and Middle East tensions with Qatar and terrorism funding, um, the the Syria bombing, the executive order on immigration and the controversy in the courts around that, um, the failure to repeal and replace Obamacare at this point. Um, the uh, really incredible reversal of fortunes for the Conservative Party in Britain and the Prime Minister's humiliating loss there, the, the manner in which the French election went. Um, you just had a lot of uncertainty in the political side and you had a market that did nothing but go higher. There was a very small amount of volatility on a couple of occasions, and yes, those generally were somewhat headline-driven, but the reality is that the, the sell-offs were extremely short-lived and, frankly, from peak to trough, rather insignificant anyways. Um, as a matter of fact, the volatility level in terms of average daily move in the market, up or down, in the first half of 2017, is the lowest it's been in 52 years. Uh, it, it, we've moved an average of 0.32% per day, 32 basis points, and that amounts to the lowest level of daily price change that we've seen in well over a generation. So the political volatility and, and, and the market volatility are in an extreme disconnect right now. We think that's an incredibly important story. The jobs report came out last week for the month of June, and there's few sayings or cliches more dangerous in investment finance than the old idiom that the trend is your friend. It's a kind of imbecilic way of saying that something going up in price will continue to do so, just patently false. But the reality is that trends are your friends until they are not. And even though that maxim has no practical or actionable wisdom whatsoever, there is a trend at play in the jobs market that's worth commenting on. 
And it does explain why the May jobs report, a very underwhelming one, was not worth responding to, and why the extraordinary jobs report in June bore this out. You had 222,000 jobs created in the month of June. Uh, we've been averaging about 185,000 new jobs per month for well over a year. And in May's report, we were way below the number, and in June's, we come in back over it. That ability to just sort of average things through, uh, certainly if we went a quarter or four or five months um, where the trend proved itself to be reversing, there may be some economic takeaways in that. But for the time being, um, one print here or there is dangerous to respond to because the jobs number is moving. And we think that ultimately what um, is really helping things is that the labor participa participation force is growing. Um, and it's one of the reasons you can get 222,000 new jobs created and have the unemployment rate go up from 43 to 4.4% because you had 361,000 people re-enter the jobs force, which is uh, a good thing. Um, can this still be true? Pundits are speculating that the recent rise in global bond yields has created havoc on trading desks because risk parity funds and leveraged hedge funds are unwinding positions and got caught on the other side of the interest rate trade. Um, listen, if you don't know what a risk parity fund is, don't worry about it. You don't need to know. The whole market is a big risk parity fund. There's massive actors that represent every scenario under the sun. And there are folks in the market that are positioned for low inflation, others for high inflation, others for different growth expectations, etc. That's all a risk parity fund is, is the attempt to try to be all weather in that regard. But anytime there's a big change in a macroeconomic element, it, some parties are going to be affected. So it makes a market. And the obsession of some in the media or punditry class to label a culprit whenever you have an event is really counterproductive. But speaking of those interest rate moves, and global bond yields in particular, we put a chart up at DividendCafe.com of uh, German bond yields and really, I think, establishing the proof that that German tail is wagging the U.S. dog, uh, that the U.S. interest rate market is really held somewhat captive right now by the European rate market. Um, that when Draghi and the ECB kind of ushered in a little more hawkish tone a couple weeks ago and we saw um, the U.S. drop of bond yields reverse and then play catch up on the other side an expectation of potentially higher rates in Europe. Um, there, there's a relative value at play and, and there is a pickup in yield to be gained from being invested in U.S. bond markets versus global bond markets that are at lower yields. As those come higher, the U.S. then has to respond and the market responds for it and that's what you're seeing. Uh, a lot of volatility, but really volatility that is driven by what is happening in the European markets, which are playing catch up. Be careful what you call tight monetary policy. You know, as all the talk about the three interest rate increases the Fed has done in the last eight months, and there's an, either another one or two to go this year, you're still talking about a short-term Fed rate that is below zero after inflation. The real Fed funds rate is still running negative to what our own expectations of inflation are. Um, 
a few things happening this week that I think were quite interesting. We we did get the Trump administration selection of Randall Quarles to serve as the Fed Vice Chair of Supervision. You have an extremely competent and, and well-liked and respected guy with plenty of private enterprise experience. Uh, I think this bodes well for financial markets. Have a smart guy, regulator, combined with a, a fondness of the of the wheels of private enterprise and and uh, that could be very bullish for the financial sector um, certainly the emerging market bond uh, world kind of has recovered it had sold off in the last couple of weeks and and we just believe that there's a scenario there where really strong global growth would be good for the EM debt market um, very kind of bounce along, tepid, muddle through global growth uh, where where central banks are not able to get real hawkish, tighten very dramatically. That would be very strong for EM debt. The one scenario that could be very hurtful to the asset class would be a real deceleration, a real disappointing weakness in global growth right now that has not been uh, on the horizon um, I'll close you out with um, Citigroup's sort of global bear market checklist. There's other ones from other analysts we'll use. They go back and look at a number of different metrics from March of 2000 and October of 2007, the last two significant bear markets we've had, and evaluate all the different indicators and what those metrics were like at that time and what they look like now. And uh, 16 of the 18 signals they use point to a continuation of the bull market. There's only two that indicate some frothiness in price. Um, these things are never perfect. You have to pick which indicators you think are more applicable and, and whatnot. There can also be contrary data. But all that to say that on a net-net basis, um, an effective tool to look at the state of markets and why uh, there, there is a belief that this bull market can, can continue albeit likely at a slower pace. We'll leave it there for the week. I hope you know, this was too heavy. I hope you'll read DividendCafe.com. I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast. Um, any questions at all, reach out anytime and let us know anything we can do uh, to answer your questions and grow your uh, knowledge base as an investor. Reach out if you're interested in talking to somebody at the Bonson Group about your own portfolio and financial needs. And thank you again for listening to Dividend Cafe. Thank you for listening to the Dividend Cafe, financial food for thought. Bonson Group is registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA, MSRB, and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data, all data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. 
The team in Hightower shall, shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no express or implied representation or warranties as the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the team and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.